And here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a live taping of Out of Character. Give it up. Yeah. There we go. We're here from the WrestleMania Superstore, of course, for WrestleMania 39. And I'm here with a very good man, Seamus. How's it going? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm pretty chill, pretty relaxed. It's good to see you again. Uh, I think we, we met first time. We did a Zoom, thing Zoom during the pandemic. That was a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm actually, you know, I think for this year, it's for as the WrestleMania goes, I feel like I'm at the most relaxed I've ever been. Do you still get excited for WrestleMania week every year, though? Yeah, just for me though, I think it just gets closer and closer, like to to when the match happens. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like I've learned over the years not to kind of like kind of like blow, blow my wad out there, like just like, like, like burn myself out before WrestleMania starts. So I always kind of just chill out until we're close to going to the match. I imagine you're excited for this year's show though, because not only do you have another chance to win the Intercontinental title, but you're going to be in the ring with two people that you have really good chemistry with. Yeah, man. Uh, right off the bat with me and Gunther, it was crazy. You know, people still talk about that Clash of the Castle. I actually did a Celtic Warrior workout with Cody Rhodes there. It just dropped yesterday. And um, we just talked about the, because he was up for match of the year with uh, Seth at the Hell in the Cell and me. So he was trying to, you know, he's been real, you know, real cody you know, like, oh, you, you, the only reason my match is up there because I tore my pec. But he had a phenomenal match with Seth too. But like, to me, the match with Gunther was something special. I, I had no idea what was going to happen in that match. I had no idea how the crowd were going to react. And that, I think they're the moments when you're like, when you're not expecting that sort of like chemistry and also that reaction to happen. I feel like that's that's what's when it really is special. Sometimes when you go in there and you've got like all the, this anticipation and you know you, you're like you build something up so much, you know sometimes it doesn't live up to what it is. But when you go in there and you're not you're not knowing what's going to happen. That's when magic happens, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I thought that, I personally thought it was the match of the year. Did you guys think Gunther versus Sheamus at Clash was the match of the year? Give it up for that match, right? Oh, uh, we just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I love that we're live streaming this right now. It's perfect. It's great, it's true though. <laughs> uh, so speaking of that match, who here wants to see Sheamus dethrone Gunther? Right, you guys want to see him finally win the Intercontinental title? You know, really, it's funny, uh, when I started making my intentions known a couple of years ago, that like the IC title was the one title I, I haven't won, and it was the last piece of becoming the first, WWE's first ever Ultimate Grand Slam champion. It just feels like every single time I'm, that, I'm this close, you know what I mean? And I, I get so close that it gets pulled away and pulled away. And going into Mania, like, you know, my vision was me, Gunter, the trilogy, you know, the three of us, one more time, you know, we, took the cheap route the second time, you know, WrestleMania. And, uh, you know, obviously Drew st stuck his nose in there, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, so it's, but still, mate, to me it doesn't matter. There could be seven people in there. I don't, I don't give a damn. I'm, this is everything to me, man. This is, this is everything in my whole career is coming to this point, and I'm going to go out there and give everything I have. They're going to have to bleed and drag me out on a stretcher before I give up that title. Well, you know, you've accomplished so much in your career already. Why is it that winning the Intercontinental title is so important to you? Because, because I've won everything and because it's the one, the one title I have in the world, but also because the, the crazy thing is, is that that was the one title 
when I first watched WWE, Macho Man Randy Savage was IC champ, and he's probably the reason why I became so uh, fascinated and passionate about WWE. Like he was IC champ, he just done the thing with uh, George the Animal Steel, and then went into Mania Three with Steamboat. But that was the title, man. That was the working man's title. You know what I mean? That was like the one that was that was defended every single week. Like at the time, Hogan was world champ, and. Uh, you might see him every now and again and we didn't really get starting like main event in ireland you know we got like the superstar stuff and whatever it was called or prime time and all that so i really didn't know much about hogan i didn't really know much about the, the world title so the ic title to me was was the one that was the one that this most skilled uh workers the ones the most passionate workers the ones that like Every week they went out there and broke their bleeding back, you know. To me, that was that was the one you wanted, and and, and that stuck that stuck with me on my entire my entire career, my entire life. And it's funny, it's the one title I haven't won. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But here we are, WrestleMania 39, man. Like, what what better stage than to go out there and just tear it down? And I mean, take it. It would, yeah. Give it up for that. Give it up for that. And I, it, I'm sure it'd be nice to do it in front of like 100,000 people as well, since you waited so long. That'd be pretty cool, yeah, 100,000 people, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty badass, man. I think that's, you couldn't, you couldn't write a better script. It's funny when you say that, it sounds like such like a fake, like oh, 100,000 people are going to be there, but that's like actually how many people are going to be watching you. When I stood in the, uh, on the field for the WrestleMania ticket party, I was like, I can't believe this is all going to be filled up to the brim uh, come WrestleMania time. It's, it's, it's insane, and like, having Mania over two days too is genius. Like, uh, be honest with you, that's how it's evolved, right? Like, great one great thing is get a lot more matches on the show, a lot more, uh, you know, because we work our asses off every year to get to Mania, you know? Again, like people say, it's Super Bowl, World Cup, Champions League, whatever. But like, everyone should get an opportunity to go out there and, 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 and be involved in that, you know? That's what we work for, you know? That's, that's, what, that's our dream to get into WWE, is to be a WrestleMania. And um, over two days is great too, you know what I mean? Because everyone, and also people get time in their matches. Unlike last year, of course, where we got, we got, we got, we got bumped the first line, the second line, I think we had five minutes. But that's a one-off anomaly, won't go there. That's a different I mean? story, that's yeah. That's a different story altogether. <laughs> but generally, two nights, you get, talent get a lot more opportunity to wrestle and work. It's, it's great. And it doesn't feel like the show, one night it felt, sometimes it felt like people were packed too much into one night. Now it feels good, you can enjoy the weekend, especially when people coming overseas, especially from Ireland and the UK. You travel all the way, yeah, hey, 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 got some out-of-towners here? All out-of-towners, you know? I mean, if you're coming over here, you want to come over for the weekend, you know what I mean? You want to enjoy it, you want to make the most of it. You travel so far to get here, you know? You want to make, you want to make sure it's worth your while. That's what's great about the two-nighter. It's amazing. Four-nighter, actually, Ryan, right? Yeah, there's a little... Smackdown, smack Mania, Mania, Raw, and yeah. NXT in between all that. Yes, yes. There's a lot of wrestling going on this weekend. <laughs> That's why I'm glad I'm in my hometown. <laughs> I'm like, great, I can just go home after this perfect. Uh, I think that, you know, you talked about the, the everyone being, you know, there being more time. I think uh, I, there being more time for matches in the two nights. I agree. I think that it's nice to be able to kind of, like, breathe a little bit and not have to feel like you're packing everything into one night and it becomes a six hour show and there's some two minute matches or whatever this is nicer for sure yeah you know even though saying that one of my favorite mania matches people always ask me what's your favorite mania match like people always say like it's you know brett sean uh savage um savage and steamboat and then there's a couple of, you know there's like the rock austin but i don't know if you guys one match i definitely want 
if you haven't seen it, I think it might be WrestleMania 3. It was Piper's last match before he disappeared. Him and Adrian Adonis. It was the greatest, like, work of five minutes I've ever seen in my life. Jimmy Hart was involved. They went in the ring. They went out of the ring. Brutus Beefcake came down at the end and cut Adonis' hair. It was brilliant. But that's, that's one match I definitely recommend if you haven't seen. It doesn't get on the radar, but it's still one of my favorite Mania matches. Do you remember that? Was that three or two? It sounds like three. Was it three? Yeah, three, you guys yeah. know. They know. <laughs> well, I'm more of an Attitude Era kid, so less of an 80s kid, more of an Attitude Era kid. That's where my trivia knowledge comes in. Uh, I think that I saw Sami Zayn talking. I think it was in the WrestleMania documentary from the one that just came out. And he was saying that, like, why can't a five-minute match be the best match of all time? Like, if you... If you can make that happen, then that's just showing how much skill you actually have. Yeah, it is. It's, but it's also the story, you know. It's also how the story's built over time and, how, you know, how much has gone into it and how the fans have reacted. So there's so many different variables. Like, uh, and obviously Piper was red hot as well as a baby face back then, you know what I mean? A different era. But, yeah, of course, like, if anything is built right and done right, it doesn't have, classics don't have to be 30 minutes or an hour. They can be five, ten minutes. Well, do you have any other goals once you get the Intercontinental Championship? Because that's the one you've been talking about for so long. What's like the next big goal for you? So I don't want to jump ahead. Look, I, listen, here's the thing. I have a lot of other goals I want to do. I, like, I've still got loads of, loads of gas left in the tank. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm hitting my stride right now in my career. Like since, like, since the, the Thunderdome, I just got a new lease of life. Um, and I feel like... I just feel like I feel better than I ever have. I feel better than I was like when I first debuted at 31. But I don't want to go on and be like, this is my goal. I, I always do the thing where I stick to one goal and I, there's no point in me jumping on to the next one. Once I get this, once I achieve that goal, once I get that icy title, once I become the first WWE's first ever Ultimate Grand Slam champ, then I can reset, sit down, take that in, and then move on to the next one. But I always try and keep one goal at a time because I feel if you start doing that, the, the waters get a bit muddied, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. How are you guys enjoying yourselves? He's yeah. having fun, yeah? Has anyone popped a cherry on their mania here? Any first manias? Good stuff. This is great. Look at that. It's nice having a crowd doing a podcast, right? Yeah, they're, not even, they're not even on camera. They should be on camera. Look no, they're on camera. Oh, they are. Say, wave to the camera, everybody. They're on camera. We got them covered. Make sure you get royalties, lads. Make sure you get oh, royalties no. off no, this. No, no, no. Turn Roy the camera back this, this way, John. Turn it back this way. Ryan's loaded, man. Ryan's got no. loads of money. <laughs> loads of money, you know what no. I mean? I'm at, least, at least hit him up in the bar for a couple of free rounds of drinks. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm probably the one making the least <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, so, okay, you know, you talked about how you're in the you're hitting your stride right now, again, post-Thunderdome, which I agree with. Do you guys agree with? He's having banger after banger, right? Killing it these days. Banger after banger. After banger, after banger, after banger, after, yeah. Was... So then the thought of retirement isn't anywhere near your mind at all, anywhere in the near future? Hasn't crossed my mind, mate, no. I, as I said, like, I'm, I've had tunnel vision over this for such a long time. I feel like I'm kind of, you know, but I'm, I'm getting closer and closer and closer. So, no, I don't feel like it, you know, I mean, Listen, I, I'm still able to perform at the best. I'm, uh, I'm able to keep up with all these young lads, you know what I mean? And I still hit harder than anybody in the business, which is... Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah. Just go ahead, you know what I mean? But uh, 
I enjoy that so much, man. <laughs> I love seeing, I love seeing when, when the, the guy, the younger guys, they see their name beside mine on the cards. I love seeing their face. It's great. It's actually a lot of fun. It's like lit the fear there for a second. You know what I mean? I said, it's funny you say that. I was talking to my, one of my camera guys before we came on here. And like you said, we did that Zoom interview. By the way, are we just totally ignoring the fact that my original music is playing right now? Oh, yeah. It's a shameful thing, huh? It's a good, I should bring it back. <laughs> the shrug. If the people want it back, we should bring it back. Let the fans speak. Yeah, anyway, we just totally ignored that for the last three minutes. Sorry, sorry, it's hard. I've, I've been trying so hard to zone out the music over there so I don't pay attention to it. It's tough, but uh, I was talking to my camera guy before this, and it's funny that you mentioned that intimidation factor because when we did that Zoom interview, a few months later, I saw you at a pay-per-view in, in the bar, and I saw you like from far away, and you were like, you, I need to talk to you right now. And the fear that came across my entire body in the walk up to you, I can't even describe. I was like, oh man, what did I say in the interview? He's probably so mad at me, like what did I do? And then, then we just had like a nice normal conversation, but it was terrifying for like two minutes. Was that a SummerSlam? It was I, SummerSlam. It was Vegas. SummerSlam, yeah, yes. Yeah, no, it was great. I loved it, mate. I loved it. It was fantastic. It was fun. I like doing fun interviews. I like when I'm talking to someone who, who's passionate about what we do. Sometimes over the years, for us, like, it's like pulling teeth, some of the interviews we do, you know, like, because sometimes you're putting interview situations where people have no idea about anything about, about WB or wrestling or what we do. And you just feel like you have to educate it or you have the same thing, like the same questions over again. What's your dream match? Uh, Who do you want to face? Past or present in your history, you know what I mean? <laughs> How did you get to, it's the same thing, you know, it's, I always just trying to keep it interesting, but it's always fun to do stuff. We just you just chill out and you don't have to worry about explaining everything again about our business and what we do. Well, I think that's one of the good things about your YouTube channel too, is that like the camaraderie you already have with all your guests, so that it's like it really just feels like you guys are working out and having fun conversations. Yeah, have any of you guys seen Celtic Warrior workouts? Give it up. You should be subscribed if you're not. All you guys watching on YouTube right now, you should be subscribed if you're not. Thanks for the cheap look there. Yeah, uh, I got you. No, so Celtic Warrior Workouts to me is, is, has been an amazing platform for a lot of the talents uh, to talk about themselves and talk about their journey um, from where they started to how they got into WWE, their training, how they've overcome certain obstacles like I did myself. I think it's important because sometimes on TV, the fans don't get a chance to find anything about, about this, these talents, you know what I mean? So I, I try and give them a platform where they can talk about things. And the channel, the great thing about the channel is it's not about me. It's not an ego-driven thing. It's always about the, the talent or people I'm working with. And I, I, it's to put them over. It's to put the spotlight on them. Uh, and that's why I think it works so well because there's so many YouTube channels out that are like, Look at me lifting the heavy stuff. Look how great I am. Look how big my muscles are. Look how awesome I am. Whereas this one, I just go in there and it's, it's all about me talking about the talents because they're giving their time, mate. Like it's everybody who does the channel, like they're, they're doing it on their day off. You know what I mean? And they're, they're giving time to the channel. So it's important for me to give it back. And then for people watching at home, it can be motivational too to get into the gym or start a healthy lifestyle. That was the whole idea. Brave change. It was like to motivate people who are like, in a rut or they want to change their lives or become more active or, 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 or fitter or whatever it is and they don't know how to get about it but they love WWE or that they're, they're in the beginning you know and they watch superstars work and 
They, get, they do that workout, and I love that workout. Then they do John Cena's workout, then Becky's workout, then Cesaro, you know what I mean? And all these other people, it's great. Did you see, so I interviewed Stone Cold uh, like two weeks ago. He was on the show like two weeks ago, I want to say. And did you know that he prepared for his WrestleMania return last year with your channel? Hey, he told me last Mania, that blew my mind, mate. That just, that was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, you know, what'd you do? Like, did you do a lot of in-ring training for your return? He's like, no, nah, man, I just, uh, I watched a bunch of Sheamus' workout videos, and then I got really into Becky Lynch's workout video on there, and then I just did that, and then I made my own version of that, and I'm like, man, that is gotta be the coolest thing, considering that's someone you grew up with, and that's like how he was preparing for his return was, the thing that you were just talking about, giving someone that extra motivation. It's awesome. Well, did you ask him when he's gonna be on the channel though? <laughs> did you do a bit of recon here for me? You know what I mean? Hey, I plugged the, on the YouTube here. How many interviews have I done for you? And you should be like, you should be going, well, you should be on the channel, Austin. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's tough to get on. He's tough to get well, on. We need to wear him down, man. We need to put I, him on there. I had to, I had to go to the WWE uh, 2K party to get him on the show and go in a corner, but we did it. Yeah, Steve, Steve's awesome. Steve's very quiet, mate. Like uh, I remember after the, the mania we did in Texas, uh, was it 32, the first one? Yep. In Dallas. He invited. He made the biggest mistake of his life. He invited me back to the locker room to have some of his IPAs, and I drank every single one. <laughs> I've never been invited back to his locker room again. I made, I made a similar never. mistake when I got to go to his house. I, he, I did his podcast once, and when I walked in the door, it was like the first thing I said. I was like, hey man, like, it's just, I need you to know, it's like, I have a bucket list, but there's only one thing on it, and it's drink a beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he's like, can we like do the interview first? Like, then we drink, it's like, he's like, Ryan, it's like 10 a.m. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, good point, good point, yeah, yeah. Let's do the interview first, then we'll hang out and talk. But it's hard not to when you're hanging out with Stone Cold Steve Austin to want to have a beer. Of course, fella. Like, or, or a lot of them. Of course. You grew up as a fan. You said he did every, every single night after he won. Or even when the show went off the air or as the show goes off the air. Toasting a couple of Steve Weisers. I mean, listen, that's symbolic with who he is, you know what I mean? And he's an absolute legend. And probably one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Which is always important too, you know what I mean? When you feed someone who's that famous and been that successful and, and changed his whole business. And be one of the soundest people you could meet. I mean, there's no better feeling. He's so approachable. It's crazy. He's dead on, man. He's cool. If he's here now and he's sitting there, he's chatting to everybody. You know, he's, he's, he's just one of the guys. You know what I mean? He's just down to earth. And he just wrestled with what he loved. And the character, he, just, he loved the character. You know, his character, just that, that was who he was, turned up. And I think that's why people loved him. Because he just, he's a sound fella. No ego, no nothing, you know? Just, yep. Bang on down to earth. And I, cause so, I remember someone said to me, don't meet your heroes, but when it comes to Steve, like, absolutely, man. God, I feel the exact same absolutely way. Meet him. He, he's the, absolutely could not agree Have you more. all met Steve Austin? Meet and greets uh, ever? No? No. Well, you should, okay? He's do, a really man. good guy. I hope okay? you do. He's sound. One of the soundest <laughs> guys in this business. I mean, uh, I, I actually feel the same him. way about you being one of the most sound guys in the business, though, dude, because you're so nice. So approachable, very cool to talk to, very easy uh, going. If I wasn't, me, me, ma would kick my arse, so, you know I mean? When you grow up with an Irish mammy, they keep you in line, you know? Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm not joking. Irish mammies, they don't take, they don't take any BS, man. They're like, they'll sort you out in a heartbeat. Doesn't matter what age you are. I imagine it's very similar to my Latino mom, so I can imagine yeah. it's, it's similar in that regard. I don't care how many world championships you've been won. Get back in there, I'm doing the dishes. <laughs> Uh, were you stoked that you got to be in the first War Games match on the main roster? 
Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, you know, I have mixed feelings about the whole thing. Uh, I thought it was all right. I thought it could have been better. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a different type of match. Um, you know, and I think the fact that people can't get elim don't get eliminated till everybody gets in. But I was all right. Yeah, I had fun. It was grand. It was another experience for me. I've like I've done a lot in this business. It was another type of match I'd never been in. So it was cool. In that, in that respect, it was cool. What were your biggest criticisms of it? Without burying anyone and getting me in trouble here. No, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any criticism about it. I just thought it was. I thought it was all right. Like, okay. I, I didn't. Like it's not something I'll put on my. Like if I go back in my career, it's not something I go on like and go. Oh, that moment there, that that that, that war games match. I wouldn't be up there anywhere near me top five or ten, you know. I've had some great matches held in the cell. I really like the one I had against Randy. Money in the Bank matches, uh, cage matches, the one with John at Money in the Bank years ago. But yeah, I just, I, I, I just. It Is was, it because it was, you weren't as involved in the main story that was going on in the match, kinda? Um, Since it was kind of like more about the bloodline and like what was going on with them? I think the story for us, yeah, I, I just felt at the time the story was, the story was not really, we were just there as, you know, as the opponents, the story hadn't really heated up to that point, so I was going a different direction, which is just the way it is sometimes with storylines. So, but as I said, like it was cool to go in there and be involved in a match like that, but it wouldn't. It's not something I'm gonna look back on my career and go, yeah, man, that first War Games match was in. I was on the main roster. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't, yeah. I don't think so. I was bummed at that time. I really wanted the match against you and Roman to happen. I thought you were gonna. I thought it was gonna happen again, and then it kind of like faded. The the, the feud kind of faded away. Yeah, it was heading that way. And That's it, what I thought. And things change, you know. Yeah. It was things change all the time. So creative stuff happens, and and it was going that it was, it was heading in that uh, that direction, and you know, it just took a U turn. What's uh? What are your, some of your favorite things about working with uh, Ridge and Butch? I love those lads, man. I just wish they get more opportunities, you know what I mean? I think uh, Butch is great. He's had a, an amazing career. You know, obviously he's studied this business since he was 12. He's like, I, you know, he's got great ideas. Um, and I think he's years beyond where he should be. You know, he's, he's uh, Ridge is awesome too. One of the nicest people to ever meet. And I think about Ridge is that like, I don't think he's got a fair whack, you know. Obviously, stuff happened a year, just over a year ago, but like, I don't think that was anyone's fault. You know what I mean? Not his fault. And I think that uh, I just believe that like he needs a fair crack. He's come from a rugby background. He's strong. He's powerful, and he just needs an opportunity, a proper opportunity. But I think I, that he's he has grown a lot under your tutelage, though. He has. He has grown a lot, and I've seen him, and he's got great matches. I saw a couple of live events with Bobby Lashley and Shinsky, Shinsky when we were over in Europe, and like. Yeah, live event-wise, he gets a bit of time in there. He's great. Like he's got great potential. And again, sound as a pound. Like just very passionate about the business. Loves what he does, and just wants to just wants to keep moving up. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you that Butch has only scratched the surface of what he can do on the main roster. Yeah, man. The the, bro the boys, man. They're like, they're like my younger brothers. You know what I mean? The brutes, the brawling brutes. So I'm sure once we get past Maine, we'll get back to having the crack, beating up, beating the crap out of people, and just having a laugh and just doing what we do, you know? They're yep. just boys. I think that's what's great about it. It's like, you look at Imperium and, you know, Gunter's very much the general and they're the two, like, you know, is two, is two aides. But, like, for me and Butch and Ridge, it's always been about all of us. There's no, like, I'm pulling rank and any of that stuff. It's just a bunch of guys 
doing what we, doing what we love, having the, having the crack, and people feed off that, you know? And they bring another side of me out that doesn't normally come out, you know? I can always feel myself more relaxed and having more fun when they're around me. And it's noticeable on TV, too, because you seem like you're all having fun together. Oh, yeah, man. Butch is sure. I'm going to keep your eye on Butch, man. I don't know what he's going to do. You know what I mean? He's either going to double leg you or, you know what I mean, or just jump on your head or something like that, you know? I'm like, Butch, we're on the same bleeding team, man. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, this weekend... They're, that's how we're, we're wrestling them over <laughs> yeah, there. I'm on your side, buddy. I'm on your side. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, Tim White... Uh, went into the WWE Hall of Fame. Give it up for that. Great, great, great seeing him go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, when he passed away, you posted a picture of him at your house. Were you guys close at all? Yeah, man, we were very close. Uh, Tim, I started hanging out with Tim, I think it was 2012. I've always known, I've always been there, always one of the nicest people I'll ever meet. And in 2012, we st I started doing a lot of autograph signings and appearances, and Tim was there at every single one. And if he wasn't, I, if he wasn't down from one, I'd always ask him to be there. He came to my house when I was living in Tampa. He came to my house when I was in Nashville. I'd always, anytime I got to see him, it was, it was incredible. Like, I, I love that guy, man. That guy is just unbelievable, man. He's just amazing, and I, I miss, I miss him so much because, like. There was times when I was going through different, like, no matter what I was going through, like, career-wise, where, you know, I was up and down sometimes. But every time I'd see him, he'd, he'd always bring a smile on my face. He'd always crack a joke. He'd always, like, you know, he'd have something smart-ass to say and bring me <laughs> back to earth. Um, uh, definitely one of my closest friends in the business was Tim. Um, like, I just can't. I couldn't. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's got one bad thing to say about that guy. The stories had about Andre were amazing, and Sean, and like he was the one guy who would take care of. Like if anyone needed to be taken care of, or like talent-wise, back in the day, Tim would be the guy that would come in. Like, oh, unbelievable guy, man. Like everybody loved Timmy. And I, I remember we went to Fetter. I think it was at a, like a Fetterman signing or something, and he was a taker, and then. I was there that, that, that when they found him, you know what I mean? I wasn't there, I was, I was in the city when they... And, uh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, I, I'm I still haven't got over that one, man. No, I, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean right. to make you sad, I'm sorry. It's all right, man. I, I mean, I just, I, I like to talk about people that have passed just because I do think we should be paying respect to people yeah. that were good people absolutely, in life. Absolutely, you know? absolutely, mate. Um, is there anyone, you know, because you've been in the company for so long now, is there anyone who people don't know that you feel should be getting more credit like that, like a Tim White who does a lot for everybody that maybe doesn't get the credit for it? I think the, I think the entire talent relations team, I mean, there's a lot of people, like that whole Warrior Award was made for for the staff who, who worked tirelessly backstage, and there's a lot of talent, a lot of staff who work with tirelessly behind the, behind the camera that are unsung heroes. Um, the crew, you know, the camera crew, the production crew, the makeup team, like everybody works their asses off to make sure that show runs right. Um, and uh, even talent relations, they've got a lot to deal with, you know what I mean? And they, they're like, they're working around the clock, you know, Zach, Kristen, John Cohn, like all, all those, like, yeah, I mean, they're just tirelessly working to make sure that this whole weekend just flows with a hitch. So you guys get to see all your appearances, do you know what I mean? They're where they need to be. All of these things happen. So again, like it's a thankless job in some ways, 
Um, but they love doing it and they love working with the talent. That's why it's so successful. I mean, the fact that they can do that with the huge roster that WWE have is, is so impressive because they're they're interfacing with like 150 different things oh. going on at once. Oh, travel too, by the way. Travel too, right? You've seen some of the travel that's happened. The Southwest stuff that happened last bleeding Christmas, remember? And then like the storms happen. Like these, the, the, the girls are working talent, Holly, Kathy, uh, Jenna, like all this stuff happens. Like we have to be at the shows and Flights are being cancelled or delayed, like so. People are going to live events in their city, and there's talent all over the country, and they're like, they're up at two, three o'clock in the morning, like trying to rebook flights and, and trying to. And, that, and again, it's another thankless job, you know. Absolutely, a thankless so it's job. crazy. Like so, you, nobody thinks of that stuff, but I said we travel. The travel part we do, but they're in there like trying to scramble and trying to sort all these things out. So another, another, another team of of awesome people who just make sure that everything runs smoothly. Well, since I made you sad, I'll make you happy. No, no, I'm not. No, 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 but I'm going to make you happy now, too, for a second. I get emotional, man, because I love Timmy, you know? I totally, no, no, I totally I'm so happy he went in. Cone buzzed me on a couple weeks ago, and I was was over the moon, man. I remember I I put Timmy to bed a couple of times, mate, back in the day. Like, he kept telling me he could out-drink me. And once once or twice, I carried him back to his room and put him to bed, and he was so angry. He was so angry. In that uh, in that Providence, Rhode Island accent of his, I can't do it. His brother, when his brother was, the brother, by the way, looked exactly like him. But he'd be so mad when I put him, like, I'd carry him to bed. And he'd be like, Duh. next time, Seamus, I'm going to out-drink you. Never happened. He had that confidence because he was drinking with Andre. So he yes. thought, I thought that he could yeah. out-drink anyone. No. Never try and have to play the game of drink with an Irishman. It's just not going to go well. Um, the, the happy thing that I was going to talk about is you getting married. Yeah. How was that? How was the wedding? Give it up for the mar- for the wedding, right? Seamus is no longer a single man at all. Uh, how was the wedding? It was great, yeah. I had, uh, I had all the boys in kilts. I had uh, Drew, uh, mate Ray, Patty, and I had uh, Miro and Cesaro, Rusev and Cesaro, uh, or Claudio in kilts. We had a blast. went all over New York City. My wife's idea was to get married in New York because she's from like Jersey City. I, I would have done it in the back garden, mate, to be honest with you. I would have put a canopy up, you know? But, uh, but it was awesome. Especially the place time. you did it because you did it in like a super fancy spot. Yeah, yeah that was not my decision. <laughs> I just wrote the check. I was going to say, I'm planning a wedding right now and I can't even imagine. It was like the same place where they did like Spider-Man and filmed movies yeah, right? and stuff. Yeah, Spider-Man and uh, John Wick and all that. Yes, yes. That's what I kept telling people. <laughs> We're getting married here because Spider-Man and John Wick were here. But that, it, was, it was cool. Like, but, yeah, it was all it was her vision. And you know what I mean? You just got to go, that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love it all. I love it all. It's brilliant. So yeah. we had the wedding there, and then we had the reception in Jersey City. Oh, great. So it wasn't was it the same right at, Where was the wedding? It was New like York. WrestleMania, man. It was a two-day affair. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. Just drag it out. <laughs> wait, so you had the reception on a different day? Yeah, so what we did was, because everyone's coming from Ireland, right? So again, like, you don't want, if you come over from Ireland, you want to have stuff for people to do, right? As opposed to one day. So we had a, a wedding rehearsal dinner on the Thursday, which I never heard of before. That's a new thing for me. Then there was the wedding on Friday, and then there was the, re- the, uh, the reception on Saturday, and then the major hangover on Sunday. So it was <laughs> Thursday, Friday. So it was a four-day thing, yeah. yeah I don't really get bad. the point of the rehearsal dinner either. Listen, it's just, it's just an opportunity to get everyone together, I think. It's a good thing. Get the families together before the wedding, you know? Sure, she's Filipino. She's got a big, huge Filipino family. 
Irish family, you know. So, yeah, it's <laughs> over there. I got us pumped, yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that? That restaurant they have over there? Uh, something bees or whatever. What's it called? Jolly bees, yeah. Jolly bees, like party is, is like is is the greatest restaurant of all time for Filipino people. That and sm what's the other one? The smash that smash burger. What's it called? Is it smash burger? They love the other one. Umami burger. Is it umami? No, it's not. It's not Filipino, but it's American. But it's over in the Philippines when I was there. I can't think of the name of it. She huh? No, it's uh, like it's kind of like smash burger. It's like a green burger. It's like I don't know. Shake Shack. Uh, Shake Shack. There we go. I heard it over there. Yes. There we go. <laughs> this man knows his burgers. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. Uh, <laughs> what is the deal with Shake Shack? I don't like Why Shake do Shack that much. I don't. I, I, yeah, Shake Shack's not where it's at in my opinion. I had the best burger the other day from. No, it's one of the other. It's now I'm forgetting. Was it, it wasn't Five Guys? It's not somewhere that's out here. Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, I'm so mad that I can't figure it out. I tweeted about it. It was the best burger I'd ever had at a fast food place. Maybe you that think was... so? You think In-N-Out's number one? So where where did, was it? Just McDonald's and In-N-Out burgers? All you've had in your life. <laughs> what do you think's number one? I don't know, man. Um, five Guys I thought was pretty good. Got the mushrooms on there, the ketchup, onions. But I don't know, there's, there's so many burger places now, it's hard. But you go, and and you're bad. traveling all the time, so you get to try different ones. Try and stay off all that stuff, man. I have to wear bleeding Speedos, for God's sake. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'd love to eat all that stuff, but... Uh, the biggest gonna... thing is crumble cookies. Have you tried crumble cookies? Oh. I just had one for the first yeah. time the other day. I, I ordered some, oh and I'm, I'm so... I'm, they're so good. Snickerdoodle, yeah, Snickerdoodle, right? That stuff is it's addictive. Like, Are you eating crumble cookies often? No, no, not often. But I was for a bit. So at one stage, it was so lean, it was 228 pounds. I looked ill. I was shredded, right? But did not look well. So then I just kind of like, I used to fast the cardio every morning. And then I was like to a point where I'm like, I need to start enjoying my life. But I enjoyed it a little bit too much, you know what I mean? <laughs> like when we were seeing crumble cookies every third or fourth day, I was like, this is not good. I need to get back in shape for mania. <laughs> Yeah, when I interviewed Finn, he was talking about how he got really into McDonald's now, and I was like, really? You're eating McDonald's? Like, that just, oh, it's so frustrating to see the way he looks that he's, like, eating McDonald's often. Yeah, well, he trains like a lunatic. He's actually did work on the channel, but... Um, yeah, I saw, he, he had a cool Mac, quote on your channel that I like. Well, I haven't had a Big Mac since I was probably about 15. Are they still good? They're, they're delicious, yes, of course. I mean, they're not sponsored here on this channel, but yeah, this they're delicious. Guy's, it's only because you're, you're a snob, mate. You're a, sn you're a burger snob. All right, all right. I think this guy works for In-N-Out, dude. He's been, he's been hyping up In-N-Out way too much over here. Hey, man, they're slowly moving across the country. You know what you're thinking when we moved into Nashville? Like, I want to believe this. Whataburger, right? Texas chain. They, they put one in Nashville. Not, not, I'm not lying yet. There must have been 250 cars lined up, went all the way out, all the way around. I had never seen anything like it. When, in it, when, when Whataburger came into Nashville the first couple of days, there must have been like, there must have been 200 plus cars. That was the burger place I was trying to remember the name of. That is where I had the best fast food burger of all time. Whataburger. Whataburger. It was like a new one. It's called like a, it's like a truffle burger or something like that. And it is 
the best burger I've ever had at a fast food place. They have them out here? No, I think I was in Texas. Okay. Yeah, I think I was in Texas, and that's when I got to try it's it. A big Texas thing. Uh, all right. Notes here. What's going on? Look. <laughs> well, we're at the end now, so you can go to that part. Uh, random questions, icebreakers. Yeah. And the finishing move. Are we skipping icebreakers or what? what? You pick. What do you want to talk about from all those? Okay, let's ask the crowd. Icebreakers. What's the best movie trilogy? That's a tough one. The girl who says she wants to wrap it up over there. Oh, are you directing this? Yeah, it's my producer. Oh, you're producing it. Sorry. <laughs> Give you proper rights. She's well, not just giving. She's not in the front row, just giving a random. Why do you, wrap why, up why do you want to wrap it up? Am I boring you? Nah, she's my timekeeper. She's my timekeeper. I'll sit here all day if I want to look. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. This 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 little this your girl oh, yeah. in the back. What's your favorite movie trilogy? Wait, can this go out there? Harry Potter. That's not a trilogy. That's three trilogies in one. Well, maybe she just likes the first three Harry Potter movies. The first three, the first three your favorite? Okay, I'll take that. Anyone I, else? I'm gonna go with Star Wars. No. No? This guy in the back here. What's? Yes. Oh, you know yes! what? Yes. Well, give that man a thousand dollars. I don't, right don't want to argue Ryan. with a child. But Back to the Future Three is not that good. Yeah, but the first two were so strong, it didn't matter. That's like saying Star Wars. You think Return of the Jedi was a strong movie? Yeah, they're all strong it's movies. It's garbage, mate. What? Return of the Jedi's garbage? Yes. Oh, come on. I thought it was a terrible movie. What do you think the best movie trilogy of all time is? Uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> I will say this about... Uh, I will say this. I thought Empire Strikes Back, to me, is one of the greatest movies ever made. Um... And I think, I think Rogue One is great, and the rest are terrible. You don't like any of the newer ones besides Rogue One? I started watching the n number nine, and then I turned it off after 60 minutes. I remember when I said I liked the new Matrix, you wrote me very angrily about that it. That was terrible, too. You were like, what, are you, what movie were you watching? It was awful. It was pretty bad, actually. Yeah, in retrospect, maybe I just was excited to see a new Matrix movie again. I just don't get it. I just didn't. I got the message of it. It was like someone taking your thing and, and then kind of like making it like not your thing I, anymore. I've also probably just cost myself a ton of movie roles right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love all Star Wars. I love all the Matrix. They're all great. I want to be in The Mandalorian, please. Uh, I will say this. I think Empire Strikes Back was brilliant. I thought Star Wars was great. I thought Rogue One is probably one of the most epic Star Wars movies. Trilogy-wise, I love the Indiana Jones trilogy, too. That was a great one. That's um, a good one, too. I'm trying to think what else would be good. The Godfather. Oh, Godfather is good, too. But Batman, which three? The Christian Bale ones? Mm, all time? Mm, I don't know if I'd say all time. What, what do you think? They're good, but I wouldn't say those are the best three of all time. Who's excited about Michael Keaton coming back as Batman? Oh, I'm so excited. That's badass. I'm so excited about that. Uh, the live stream people are probably like, why are they not talking about wrestling anymore? Oh, yeah. I'll finish it up with this. I usually end with the finishing move, as you see on there, but I'm only, I only got time for one of them. So what's the most memorable time you've taken someone else's finishing move? What's the most memorable time that you've taken someone else's finishing move? Probably be pedigree at the first WrestleMania. That was a huge deal for me. 26. I was so nervous about that one. You know what I mean? Um, well, obviously, your first WrestleMania is always, you know, always special. You know what I mean? Because that's 
something you aspire to be on and, and be at. Uh, the uh, what's this? What's for this question? Is there one time you hit one of your? No, nah, that was not as good. That's the uh, least. That's the least good of those three. So why did you write it down? Just because it can't. You never know, man. I have a lot of things written down there as just in case. What's my least favorite move to be on the receiving end? That Brock Lesnar bleeding German suplex. You don't know if you're gonna end up flat on the back of your neck or in the front row. That's definitely my least favorite move to take. Yeah, that seems like it would be painful no matter what. He's not, just, going, he's not going easy know. on that one. Because sometimes he'll throw you stronger than other times. At the Rumble, actually, Brock came down, me and Drew were in there, and like we saw him, and like everyone else was like, oh, here comes Brock, and me and Drew were like, let's get him. <laughs> let's get him, let's get Brock. And he's, he's on the outside of the ring, and he's looking at us, and we're smiling, and he starts smiling back. Here we go, here we go. And before I knew it, he double-legged me, and then Drew's, going all, Drew, Drew's going into space with one of those fl flying moves. And I followed him shortly after. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, though, man. All right, well, I think I have to actually wrap now. Uh, give it up for Seamus, everybody. Wrestling this weekend for the Did, we, did we go 43 minutes? What time is it? It's 12.43. Was that 43 minutes? 45 minutes. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. So that's why I'm doing that. Uh, who wants, like I said, you guys ready to see? He never asked me the NCIS question either. Look at that. That was a big one. Well, I, we ran out. Hello, Cool J. You know what I mean? Tell me about boxing. Hello, Cool J. Hello, Cool Shay. Hanging out. Tell me about boxing with Cool J. Rescue facility of four, four dogs at home. If you haven't got it, if you're looking for an animal, a dog, always rescue dogs. They'll always appreciate it. They're amazing. My wife works for the NHA. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. it seems like she works for that place. You'll never regret owning a pet, mate. I'll tell you that. Everyone's leaving right now. They're all disgusted. They're bored. <laughs> I'm bored. You guys all everybody. hate dog rescues. Cool. Yeah. But listen, I always say adopt, don't shop if you can. Dogs are amazing. And if you adopt a dog or rescue dog, believe it or not, that dog knows exactly what you're doing and will love you forever. Yeah, right? Absolutely. You know? Couldn't agree more. All my dogs are rescues as well. How I have many three. You got? I have three. three? Yeah. What, what type of dogs have you got? One's a Brussels Griffon, one is a, uh, one is a uh, Pomeranian, and then one's like a mutt. That's awesome. Yeah, they're great. Three small dogs. I love them very much. They're, they're, they're fantastic. So who's next on the show? You were it for me today. That's it. WrestleMania Day. We're going to WrestleMania today, right, everyone? So if there's anyone watching the live stream there who maybe wasn't already planning to watch WrestleMania, you want to give them one final sell for your match? Yeah, don't worry about today. Wait for tomorrow. We'll see the greatest oh, yeah, WrestleMania match of all time. Triple threat. Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and yours truly, Celtic Warriors Sheamus. We'll kick both their bleeding heads off and finally become WWE's first ever Ultimate Grand Slam champion. Bella. What's the crack? Because it's banger! Banger! After banger! After banger! After banger! After banger! Yeah, give it up for Sheamus! Give it up, everyone! All right, you've been listening to Add a Character here at the WrestleMania Superstore. I appreciate you guys all being out here. Make sure you subscribe to the Add a Character podcast. It's got feed. some dodgy photographs on here. Is this, <laughs> this a Cheryl one, is it? Supposed to delete the, oh, That's God. the work one. Don't show them that. Oh my gosh. Uh, go follow WWE on Fox on social media. Follow the WWE on Fox YouTube channel as well. All right, that's it. I'm done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin. This was Seamus, and this has been Add a Character.